Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that has issued a code blue. Code blue. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making the sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, What's friends. What's up, Miss 305? Yo. Doing alright? Yo. Yeah, big plans this weekend. Um, no, I gotta work this weekend. Gotta work this weekend for who? ESPN. Oh. I'm. Uh, you gonna tell people what you're doing? Or? I guess so. Yeah, I'm making my uh, basketball color commentary debut wow. on ESPN this weekend. So excited! Wow, doing what? What? A, what um, North Texas women's basketball. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. So Lano, I'm excited. Lano star, <laughs> Ashley Pickle. Making moves. Yeah, I'm Keep very excited. That. That'll be cool. Today is Friday, January 13th, 2023. 314 days to Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Connor McDavid. Who's Connor McDavid, Ashley? I don't know. Why don't I know? Should I know that? This is, I think this is very indicative of not, this is not a, I'm not calling you mm-hmm. out, but I think that you are in the majority. Um, Connor McDavid might be the best hockey player on earth. Oh, really? Yes. Connor McDavid's a two-time NHL MVP huh. and stuff like that. But yeah, who did he that, play? Like, who was his longest stint for? Uh, he's still he's still playing. He is. He's still playing. He plays for the uh, uh, Edmonton Oilers. Oh, okay. Yes, he turns twenty-six today. Very um, cool. But uh, somewhere, but yes. all my little my hockey bro friends are I, yelling like, at I me. I promise you. Oh, I tell you, like if there's somebody in Canada who is listening to that. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? Like this, this is, he is, uh, he's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then I feel like on really the younger, dumb like, for like he's doing... about the same age, right? 26 ish and stuff like that. He's been around long enough that he's like, but he's like a star. So like that's, that. but like, okay. Well, then I feel right? really bad because I do, I do keep up with, I love hockey playoffs. I, I, I'm more way, of a not, baseball clear, fan. That's not blowing up your spot. Yeah. That's no. talking about like, it's hockey. So it's, it's not, like, yeah. It's not the first person in kind of my like, mind. Who you, like, who's the best player in baseball? Uh, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout. That's good. That's a good call. That's like, that's a good pull. It's like I just to me, if you want to talk about like we can have like a real 
conversation. What I think that the NFL does really well and the NBA does really well that the mm-hmm. NHL and um, Major League Baseball do not do well is that they market their individual stars. Mm-hmm. That if you tune in, you can tune into Bengals and Dolphins, mm-hmm. right? And you have no interest in that game. Like there's no there's no rooting interest no. for you. But you can tune in because like. Oh, it's Joe, Vur- Joe, Joe Burrow versus Tua yep. Tagovailoa. Yep. Right? Exactly. Well, and they that's like my grandmother could tell you like, oh, LeBron James. You right. know, like, and she doesn't watch the NBA at all. But like Rangers Brewers, there's no, like, you're just like, I don't. No, like I, I can tell you the, the Dallas Stars, like yeah. big guys, and maybe maybe one from the Predators or, yeah. you know, some of the other teams. Like our, our buddy Katie Ingleson works for the Panthers now, so mm-hmm. I, I'll look at that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, from yeah. Edmonton, I, I don't that's know. Just one, that's one thing that I've <laughs> noticed is that I feel like the NHL and Major League Baseball don't do a good enough job of marketing their NBA Yeah, stuff. the only time we hear about baseball players is when there's an insane contract. Like a record yeah, or, like, or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, episode 1,525. On today's show, folks... It's time for Tepper's Top 10. We're going to do this yep. every Friday. All uh, right. Or it's going to be Tepper's Top 10. This time, it's Tepper's Top 10 Biggest Texas High School Football Surprises of 2022. I like it. We'll count them down. Then, we're going to unveil the 2022 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Year. Let's go. And then back half the show, it's Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, let us know in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We will get to as many as we can coming up here at the back half of the program. Speaking of Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, do we have first four through the door? We sure do, plus one, because there's a side thing here. Uh, first four is Nick Morton, Daniel Agnew, Tony Blaylock, and Zill0678. Yes. Welcome in, fellas, slash lady fellas, slash unfeeling robots. Um, secondly... The fifth person to come in was Coach Terry Crawford. He said, let's go. My spirit fingers are sore because I spent yesterday at the state spirit championships, ah. which is a public service announcement that if you're if, if you're into cheerleading, if that's your thing, if you or like you've watching. Or you've never seen it. Or you've never seen it. Yeah, it's a really cool event. Um, it is being broadcasted on NFHS. Yeah. Um, so go check it out. Go check that out. Yeah. If you know someone competing, there's a way for you to watch it. You don't have to be at the Fort Worth convention center which is where mallory and i are headed after this show spirit Spirit fingers fingers. (laughs) all right pickle it's time for tepper's top 10 in tepper's top 10 uh we're gonna roll down i'm gonna i'm gonna make a list each week of of top 10 it'll just be my opinion this is not necessarily the opinion of dave campbell's texas football no we do not have his opinion or anyone else on this (laughs) program or on this staff Mm -hmm. but this week i decided to take a look what I think were the biggest surprises in Texas high school football in 2022. Which teams do I think surprised me the most? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, teams that that you know for one reason or another I didn't see coming. Teams that I thought maybe I underestimated them at the beginning of the year. Whatever the case may be, this is Tepper's top ten biggest surprises in Texas high school football in 2022. We'll start with number ten. The Fullshear Chargers. The Chargers of Fullshear. So, a fifth-year program, right? And maybe we should have seen this coming, right? Maybe this is a uh, maybe this is one of those things that that's on me. I should have I should have uh, you know seen this coming a little bit more because they have been for a fifth-year program. They have been making relatively steady progress, mm-hmm. right? They're five and five in 2020. Mm-hmm. Last year, Nick Caduti's first year, they make the playoffs for the first time, go five and six, and that's like a nice little step. Um, so, um, do you see Slack? No. We got to get that done. Anyway, all that's to say, 
Um, so Fulshear, though, makes the big leap this year. They go 11-2 and in Nick Caduti's second season. And the offense was really the, the catalyst there. They uh, averaged 47 points a game with running back Davian Godley and quarterback Parker Williams. Fulshear, I think, was a team that we were cautiously optimistic about. But they were. Uh, this was a, a team that I think exceeded my expectations, and certainly I could categorize as a surprise in 2022. So that is number 10. Number 9, let's go to the private school ranks. Argyle Liberty Christian. Argyle Liberty Christian. So, hey, do you remember back before the 2021 season when Jason Witten got hired as the head coach at, Arl- at Argyle Liberty Christian? Big fanfare. Oh, my gosh. You know, a, a f- future Ring of Honor guy. He's not the Ring of Honor yet, is he? Um, that's a good question. I should know that. Um, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Um, he will so, be, inevitably. Right. Um, this is, uh, but th- last year, it, big fanfare about this. And then all of a sudden, they go two and eight. And you're like, okay, well, uh, you know, b- big, big celebrity coach, but they're not going anywhere. Well, this year, they roar to 10 and two. They reverse the whip. And the biggest thing is that the defense came online and their quarterback, Jacob Vaughn, had a fantastic year. So Argyle Liberty Christian, the second biggest, the be, the second, um, uh, a huge turnaround there. They go from two and two and eight to ten and two. That is the ninth biggest surprise in Texas high school football. Number eight, Sunray. With the Bobcats of Sunray. So That's this a is good a, little logo. This is a program that hadn't had a winning season. Uh, since 2015. And they went 6-6 six and six in 2020. That's the closest they came to a winning season. And that was their first year under Coach Wes Boatman. But they really took off this year. Had a fantastic year. And a big reason why is their sophomore quarterback, Armando Luan, who was the state's leading passer and with 4,476 yards, 51 touchdowns passing. The seventh leading passer in the nation a sophomore at Sunray Armando Luan this is certainly something I did not see coming and I don't know if anybody saw this coming so Sunray is the is my pick for the eighth biggest surprise in Texas high football in 2022 number seven Comanche so it's important to remember that Comanche was one in nine last year one and nine under coach Joaquin Escobar's first season. And it felt like a bottoming out. Now, the thing is, we didn't know, because they had been pretty decent for the, past few, for the past few years. They had been pretty decent, but they were, we didn't know if 2021 was the new normal or if it was an outlier, right? Well, they proved in 2022 that there are, disappointing 2021 season was certainly an outlier. Their offense took flight. Joaquin Escobar has his program pointed in the right direction. Comanche made a huge stride this year. The offense was fantastic, and I think the best is yet to come for Comanche. I think this was the hop and the skip before what could be a really big leap for Comanche. Keep an eye on them. They are the seventh biggest surprise in Texas high school football. Number six. 
Oop, hang on. Wrong graphic. Boom! Montgomery Lake Creek. So the Lions, again, this is a program that we were cautiously optimistic about, okay? There were signs that they could be on the verge of a breakout, okay? Five and five last year, young program, right? Five and five last year. This is, um, but this is, uh, they had eight starters back on, on either side of the ball. But it was, but but really what set them apart and what made them, to me, a big surprise this year was Tyvon Byers. The emergence of their ru- sophomore running back, Tyvon Byers. Um, and they were, he that really put them over the top. That took them from, oh, uh, you know, a team that we, we think could be pretty good to, oh my gosh, they are one of the most dangerous teams in the state. They end up going 12-1. and one, And I think he took them from, a team that we feel good about to a serious contender. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was a surprise to see them make that leap that quickly. With a really strong beard, too. Yes. He's absolutely. got a very strong beard. He does. <laughs> That's number six. Montgomery Lake Tree. Number five. I like this one. How about Bay City? So Bay City, I think, like, it's important to remember that back in 2019, they were 0-9. Okay. They were 0-9. In fact, they had just seven wins in their previous three seasons combined, right? So the last year under the previous coach and the first two years under Robert Jones, they had just seven combined wins. They were 2-7 and seven last year. This year, 8-4, and four, their first playoff win since 2016. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should have seen it coming because like we talk about like the lifespan of a coach and like how things go and the development of a program that they got to get out of the mud. This is the third season under Coach Robert Jones. And maybe we should have seen that leap coming. But the third year was the big year. Bay City right back on the map. A fantastic year for the, for the Black Cats that I certainly did not see coming. Bay City, number five on my list of biggest surprises. Into the top four, number four. The Eagles of Decatur. So there's no there were there was ample reason to think that this was going to be a retrenching year for Decatur. Yeah. Okay. And that goes back a couple okay. seasons now, it seems like. New coach. I know it's I know it's Steve Huff and he's a guy who's a ball coach and Jack took them to college station to a state championship and then another state championship game last year, right? But this was a team that was just four and seven last year. They only had ten starters coming back. Like some of these teams, like you go back to Montgomery Lake Creek, right? Montgomery Lake Creek had sixteen starters back, eight starters on each side of the ball. Decatur didn't have that. They were a relatively youngish team, uh, four and seven. Like I don't know this, but in the end, I think what we did was we underrated the impact of Steve Huff stepping in and giving that program stability. I think we underrated his ability to turn that program around in a hurry. Decatur ends up having a fantastic year and really surprising a lot of people, including me, going 11-4, and four, reaching the state semifinals. This was a fantastic year for Decatur. Right, because, I mean, even going back to what he had at College Station, he had his son, Jet Huff, running quarterback. There's, I feel like there's something special to be said there about a quarterback and his dad being the head coach. And then they also had Marquise Collins. It was like Decatur didn't have any of that. <laughs> yeah. Number three. How about our guy, Kelvin Chatham at Booker T. Washington? Booker T. So the Eagles had not had a winning record since... 2000 
2012. 2011, I should say. Is that right? No, 2010. 2010 was the last time yeah. they had a winning record. Okay? Been 11 years. This is... they In the previous 10 seasons, they had gone 23-70. and 23-70. This year, 10-1, and one, the first unbeaten regular season... And the first double-digit winning season, win season, since 1994 there at Booker T. Washington, seemingly out of nowhere. Like, this was a team, you want to talk about, like, a team, there's always a couple of teams that, like, you wake up in the middle of the season and you go, what are you doing undefeated? Mm -hmm. And this was a perfect example of one of those. Booker T. there at Houston ISD, they were, to me, the biggest surprise. Or what the biggest surprise there in, in the Houston ISD certainly, and the third biggest surprise in Texas high school football in 2022. Number two, I think this one should be on people's radar. Harmony. Like, so this is not this part of this is based. This is not really based on our computer rankings, but I did kind of reference to make sure I knew what we thought about them, and I went back in the magazine and what we thought about them before the year. Harmony was 60th. In our preseason computer rankings, Evan Bull, Evan Bull, Evan Bull, Evan Bull, Evan Bull, Evan Bull. They were, 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 they were. Even with 17 starters back, I was just like, I don't know. Like, the, I think part of it was the region they were in, right? Yeah. They're in the region. I, I was going to say, with this two, one is a lot more competitive look, like looking at competitors. They're, like, they're, like, you look at this, and, and the region that they're in, they're in with Steve, two defending, both defending state champs in 4A, right? Both of them. Stephenville and China Spring. Salina, who they hadn't beaten in a million years. And then, by the way, it's La Vega, Cannondale. They're in a district with Paris and Kaufman. And so for them to show up in the regional final is, in my opinion, just and, and to be 13-0 and heading into the regional final was so outside the realm of possibility for me that I just, I, I just didn't buy it. And really, it wasn't until they beat Salina 
in non-district play that I started to buy it. That I started to say, okay, maybe they got a little something. Maybe this is maybe this is going. And sure enough, they put together the best season in program history, and they were, to me, the biggest surprise in Texas high school football in 2022, the Anacayotes. So there it is, the top 10 biggest surprises in Texas high school football in I like 2022. It. So there I think you go. that's a good list. What are your biggest surprises in Texas high school football? Let us know in the comments. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support. VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. All right, Pickle. Uh, speaking of teams that, well, this is a big day to celebrate teams, right? I was going to say, this is, uh, this is successful team day. Yeah, it really is. On in, Texas in a football today. And it's time to talk a little bit about our friends at Ozarka. Because Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Year Award. We, of course, had voting on TexasFootball.com for who you believe should be the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Year. The teams selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Without further ado, we're proud to announce the 2022 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Year. In Class 6A, Dripping Springs. The move to Class 6A can be daunting for many teams, but the Tigers made it look easy. Riding star quarterback Austin Novosad and a breakout defense to a 12-2 mark, tying the best season in program history and surging into the regional final in their first year in the top classification. In 5A... PSJA North. Teams from the Rio Grande Valley are famously snake bit deep in the playoffs, but that's what made the Raiders' run to the regional final so special. Using their lockdown defense to reach the fourth round of the playoffs and finish with a 13-1 record, the best in school history. In 4A, Houston, Booker T. Washington. Talk about a turnaround. It's been 11 years since the Eagles last finished with a winning record, going just 23-70 and 70 in the previous 10 seasons. But Coach Kelvin Chatham helped to flip the script in 2022 as the Eagles soared to a remarkable 10-1 season, their first unbeaten regular season and double-digit win season since 1994. In 3A, Gunner. It's hard to play with a target on your chest, but the Tigers made it look easy, going wire to wire as the number one team in 3A Division II and capping it off with their third state championship, redeeming last season's heartbreaking title game loss. 
In 2A, new home. Just five years after returning to the 11-man game, after 25 seasons playing six-man ball, the Leopards made history, surging to a 13-2 mark, the most wins in school history, and their first-ever state semifinal berth. In 1A, Lorraine. With a veteran squad and a blistering defense, the Bulldogs marched through a ferocious non-district schedule, captured the District 13-1A Division II crown, and earned an historic berth in the state championship game, finishing with a program-best 13-2 record. And in the private school ranks, Lubbock Christian. After a year after falling agonizingly short in the state semifinals, the Eagles finished the job in 2022, using a firecracker offense to surge to the TAPS Division IV state championship, earning the program's second state title. So those are your Ozarka, fueled by nature, teams of the year, powered by Dave Campbell's Texas football. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. Congratulations to all the Ozarka, fueled by nature, teams of the year big time big time and now it's time for helpful honda mailbag friday the north texas honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning hondas like the rugged and reliable 2023 ridgeline stop by your helpful honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com did you know our rugged and reliable Matt Step is currently headed down to the Corpus Christi Coaching Clinic? Man, good for him. I am quite jealous. If you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, let us know in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We will get to as many as we can up until for about 10 minutes because then uh, Pickle has to get on the road and go to Fort Worth. Go to the go to Funky Town, right? Spirit. For the uh, UIL Spirit Competition. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. So make sure you check that out. Get your co- get your uh, comments and questions in on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Do we have any comments and questions from the peeps? We have two so far. Okay. The first one. What was your favorite animal at the zoo? And oh. what animal scares you at the zoo? I, said, I guess technically that's two questions. Let's go, to our, let's go to our zoo expert. I think my favorite animal at the zoo... Okay, this is kind of twofold because my favorite animal in general is a sea otter Mm -hmm. i think they're so stinking cute and i got to see some of them and there was one of them that kept walking on a log and it was very cute but i think my favorite thing to see at the zoo itself was the elephants Mm. the dallas zoo does a really good job of getting you pretty stinking close to the elephants Mm -hmm. and obviously like when you can match like size comparison it's just one of those like kind of surreal things like that thing is so big and we walk the same earth type of feeling we talked about that a lot it was fun um so i think i enjoyed seeing the elephants the most what animal scared me at the zoo um i did not like the giant python i'm okay with snakes like i grew up in the country so that's just kind of something that it's like they're not ideal i wouldn't want a pet snake but they don't bother me necessarily a whole lot um did not like that also, the one thing the Dallas Zoo did do was trick us. Their insect house mm-hmm. has a bunch of butterflies on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. So Mallory and I look over and Mallory goes, oh, butterflies. We should go in there. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm down for some butterflies. We walk in there. It was nothing but spiders and creepy crawlies and scorpions and minipedes and centipedes and all that stuff. I took about, Ish and I both took about two steps in there and walked right back out. Not a big bug girl. My top-ranked animal, of course, is always the penguins. Yes, they were fantastic. I sent you a video of the penguins. Mm-hmm. Penguins are my top-ranked animal. They rule. Penguins are great. Everybody likes penguins. It's my number one animal. Um, I won't. I just won't go in the insect house 
I just won't do it. Like, there's just no upside to me no. of, of going in there. Like, I'm just going to be creeped out. And, and if, if one of them gets out, like the, apparently these uh, this clouded leopard got out, then like the, then you're 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 up a creek. As far as animals that scared me are concerned, I don't know. I wouldn't. I'll just say like I'm glad I'm away from the gorillas. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm not around the gorillas cuz the gorillas feel like like they would um the weight class difference would be evident. I just I just I feel like if you were talking about an animal that I'm confident mm-hmm. could end me. Yeah. The gorilla is one of them. Uh, but because he's far away and yeah. stuff like that, I'm 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 okay. Like I'm good with that distance. The the gorillas, there was one of them um he had a blanket and so he would carry his blanket everywhere with him. And then when he would want to sit down, he would like tuck up in his blanket. At one time, he was kind of showing off for the people. So he like put it around his neck, kind mm-hmm. of like a sweat towel. Um, so that was cool. Ish is scared of frogs. He was scared of frogs. Yeah, he was perfectly fine with the snakes and the alley. Like we went inside the reptile house and he was perfectly fine with that. But we got even within like five feet of a sign of a frog. And he just took off like away. And I was like, what? oh, was there a bad snake? And he was like, no, there's frogs. And I was like, what? Not a frog guy. Mm. Thought that was odd. I don't think I've ever heard of someone being scared of a frog. I can I can buy not wanting to be around frogs like in the wild. That's but. fair, but no, he wouldn't even look at them. There, it was mm. zero frog mm. energy. It was, mm. it was interesting. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Frogs don't bother me. Me neither. I think they're quite cute, actually. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not doing... I'm not doing spiders. No. No, spiders could spiders. spiders could burn to death. Yeah. And I would be I would be a happy person. Yeah, I don't I'm that down with spiders. But I also feel I like, like I, I think that I think spiders are supposed a lot of spiders serve like an important ecological Yes, they purpose. get rid of a lot of bugs. Yeah, but I'm not No. Dead. Well and that's the I thing is I feel bugs. like a lot of people are either they really don't like snakes or they really don't like spiders. There's I mean, we all kind of collectively don't like either, but, like, you really don't like one or the other. And I'm more on I don't like spiders than snakes. Uh, Snakes just kind of go away, like, walk around them when they're on the path. There was a time I was, um, this was a couple months ago. I was, it was right after, like, a big rainstorm we had. Mm -hmm. And I was out um, on a run because I'm I'm health guy. I was on a run. And, you know, you're on a run, you're just listening, like, I was listening to a podcast, stuff like that, I'm just kind of locked in. And then, like, suddenly, like, I ran up on, and there was, like, in the middle of the path, uh-huh. there was just a snake, like, coiled up right there. Mm, not fun. Like, like very clearly alive, mm-hmm. stuff like that, just a snake. And I was like, we were kind of by, like, a little pond that, that's, that's near where I live. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like, I stopped, literally, like, came to a halt, and just, like, stared at him for a minute, mm-hmm. and I'm like... All right, the path belongs to you. I am going to exit the path and walk around you, and then I'll continue my run. Um, I hope that snake um, went to snake hell. I don't like snakes. Yeah, I think the thing about snakes is that they, the, you never expect to see them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I think that that's the scary part about snakes is, like, you're just kind of walking, and then they're there, and it's, like, the jump scare mm-hmm. factor, but them themselves are not terrible. Spiders are terrible all the time. Yeah, spiders are terrible. Like you look at it and it's gross. Hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent on the spider hate train. On the on the, on the spider. Okay. Garbage cool. right. All right. What else? Um, I believe someone said R.I.P. to Evil Knievel. I googled it. It looks like Robbie Knievel, Daredevil son of Evil Knievel, has passed away. Yeah. So there's Robbie a little Knievel's dead. Um, public he, service he announcement. Died, um, but looks like it was reported two hours ago. 
Yeah, he had been in hospice care for the last few days after a battle with cancer, which oh. is like, doesn't, I gotta be honest, if I'm somebody who jumps motorcycles, like, through fire for a living. The last way that I think I'm gonna go. cancer gets me. Yeah. It's like, that's, a that's no, rude. Yeah, that's another proof that cancer sucks, like, all cancer sucks. That's rude. We all agree on that, like, but like, like. Like, if the man wants to go. Let him go in, like, jumping over 16 flaming buses. Yeah, that would be like, I mean, like, you take it back to, like... He died as he lived, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, Steve Irwin was, he he died on the stingray. You know, it's like, if he's going to go out, that's probably the way it should happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we're looking for updates, by the way. We're looking for... um, um, we're looking for updates, um, by the way, on the on the, the uh, snow leopard. No, no, it's not a snow leopard. It's a clouded leopard. clouded leopard. That, yeah, snow uh, leopard wouldn't make sense in Dallas, Texas. There has been mm-hmm. no there's been no update from the Dallas Zoo. They tweeted two hours ago. Our focus right now is on locating the animal. All right. Which hopefully they're still focused. Good. Good. Keep up the great work. They're like, eh, it's lunchtime. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> going to take a break. Um, a hot pocket. All right. We'll go with a couple of football ones and then we'll go back to non football ones. Who do you think can repeat at state next season? You want a weird answer to this Boy, question? It's um, it's January thirteenth, but cool. Go I ahead. think that Refurio will, and I know they lost, but I think that Refurio oh, was really, really young oh, this so you're year. You're talking about a team that I think he meant like back-to-back state championship. But the mm-hmm. first thing that my mind went to is like Refurio got pummeled this year, which mm-hmm. is not something that we usually see. I think you should be scared of them next year. <sighs> I mean, Gunner. Yeah, Gunner's gonna be interesting. Gunner loses a decent amount of like their key, like those key guys that they had, like Ethan yeah. Sloan, um, and Ashton Bennett. Those guys were seniors, but a lot of the kind of the other guys are are are, are back. Um, uh, Carthage will probably be pretty good. They yeah. Um, I don't think that there was an like Alito, outlier that Alito's I expected. Probably not going away. No. Um, Franklin. I mean, Jaden Jackson was only a sophomore. That's a good one. Franklin um, might be the answer. Franklin might be my answer. I think Duncanville can go back-to-back, but 6A Division One is just such a bear, and I think North Shore is going to be better next year. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, Franklin's the answer. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I think Franklin can go three in a row. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you never know. You never know with those teams because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's in 3A there's such there can be such turnover and it can be different uh, teams from different years. I also think Westbrook's got a chance to go three in a row. But yeah, here nor there. that's fair. All right, let's do two more. Oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, okay, um, we can do three more. Or we can do a million more, I guess. I don't know. I got nowhere to be. We'll go with another football one. Which of the smaller school champs, 3A or lower mm-hmm. classifications, do you think could at least keep up with Duncanville? None. I'm sorry. That's that's too big of a gap. That's too big of a gap. If they had said like... 4A, maybe? I would like to see... How Carthage game planned with Duncanville? Yes, from a fundamental but football standpoint. The, the, but like guys, there's like their, their class. Their the classes are are the way they are for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had said like, I would like to see Franklin against like China Spring. Yeah, or I'd like to see like Holly against Gunner. Mm-hmm. Right, those I would like to see, but a. Gap from 3A to 6A is enormous. Yeah, I feel like a enormous. good... And I mean, we kind of got... Like, if you want if you want proof of that, go back to Sock played both DeSoto and Duncanville. Duncanville obviously being 6A-D1, Sock being 5A-D2. Like, that game happened. 
and it you could see like, that just, it was unmatched. Like, I'll just I'll just put it to you this way. Okay, so the biggest of that group would be Franklin, right? Mm-hmm. Franklin has basically probably two FBS kids on them, right? Bryson Washington, and I imagine Jaden Jackson, Jackson. would be an FBS kid, right? Yeah. Duncanville has like nine. Yeah. They're, some of their backups could go play D1 ball, I bet, if they wanted to. And it's like, it's just a different, it's a different, that, that gap is too big. Um, there are times in which I think like, you know, like I would like to see Carthage, Carthage and Alito, right? Carthage and Alito, I think could be a really interesting game. Yeah, that would like, be fun. That's about as big of a gap as I'm willing to go because that's mm-hmm. there's just there's too much the weight class is so different it's it's heavyweights and flyweights you know what I mean and even the best like l- look uh, you know uh, Floyd Mayweather is was is was I don't know if he's still active uh, an unbelievable boxer mm-hmm. an unbelievable boxer Mike Tyson would end him yeah and it's that one that part is just sheer size that's just there's just you're a talking difference about like there. lightweight or whatever against right. a heavy the the heavyweight champion right exactly so yeah and especially like you're talking about like there are look franklin could beat a good like there's a there's a group of 6a teams that franklin could beat mm-hmm. there's a group of 6a teams but not the very best 6a team in the state well that's yes thing. And I think the other thing to look at it is if you want to say that Bryson Washington or Jaden Jackson could, those two specific guys could go play at a 6 yes, school and different. torch the Duncanville defense, then I think that they, that's willing for debate. But you've got to remember it's not just those two players. You've got to look at the offensive linemen and tell me that there's not a difference between. So right, I'll, just, I'll, I'll tell you this. Right now, and this is based on just, this is quick and dirty, so don't hold me to this. Our rating system, right? The computer rankings and things like that from our friend Jerry Forrest. They would have Franklin as about the 70th best team in 6A. About the 70th best team in 6A. Now, that's not apples to oranges. Like, I think, like, the 71st team might because of just depth and things like that. But as far as our ratings are concerned, they would be about 70th in 6A. So, take that grain of salt Duncanville would be number one and like so the equivalent would be like Duncanville against the 71st ranked team is Boswell okay Duncanville would beat Boswell that's I'm not going on all in there so anyway go on um all right you want to ender yeah we can do an ender a show from your childhood you would like to see return a show from my childhood. My childhood was a long time ago, so I got to go back in the archives. You are, in fact, ancient. I am very old. Um. Oh man! Speaking of that, while you think of that, I'll tell a quick story. We're in that meeting. We're in a meeting earlier, and uh, I was talking about building one of our broadcast trucks that we built at North Texas, and one of the gentlemen we were meeting with said, "Oh yeah, they did that a long time ago," and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh God." It's happening, and Adam, our president, got a great laugh out of it because I always call right. him Grandpa, and he was like, "He goes, yeah, she's ancient," and I was like, "Oh no, it's it's happening, guys." All right, I'm getting old. I've got it. You ready? Yes. The show from my childhood that I want to come back is Nickelodeon Guts. What is that? Are you unfamiliar with this? Yeah. This was a competition show wherein kids would compete in like extreme versions of athletic events right where like for example 
you'd be connected to like a bungee cord and you would jump off of a thing and then like try to like think of like kids american gladiators Wow. It was like a kids American Gladiators thing and it ruled. Like a wipeout? <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's not like awesome. not like the, the point of wipeout is to like see kids like see see people like right wipe out eat it you yeah. know what I mean this was like an actual competition, competition. thing um, I'll awesome. send you some clips yeah I've never um, no that was is, not around and then, when like, I was at the very younger. like the final the final thing was like they had to climb up this like big mountain called the aggro crag and if you won you got a glowing piece of it <laughs> that's oh, yeah. awesome mm-hmm. no Nickelodeon guts is awesome and I would like to see that I I would like to I would like the return of that because I think we can do with technology we can do awesome things with 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 that kind that's of really cool I, yeah no I didn't know that was a thing yeah. I would so my answer mm-hmm. was rocket power I loved mm. rocket power Reggie the girl who hung out with all the guys and always surfboard mm-hmm. I wanted to be Reggie yeah. um, so that one but that made me think of something that I haven't thought about since you literally brought that up uh, when I was in that age realm they did the Disney Channel games mm-hmm. and it was all of like the staple Disney Channel humans the the characters from the shows and they would get put on different teams so like a Jonas brother was here and Miley Cyrus was here and like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and they would all go compete like team versus team but it was all the Disney Channel kids and like that was really cool I haven't thought about that in years interesting it was that was really cool okay because they're all interacting together yeah. that's it there are gonna be people, people in comments who are telling you that Nick Guts was awesome yeah I hope so anyway. so there you go that's helpful on a mailback Friday. Do you have it? Guts. Absolutely. That's what someone, Aaron Arbuckle, right. just put that in there. Respect. Gosh darn it, I wish that would have been around. Oh, yeah, it ruled. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. No show on Monday. We are off, but we will be back on Tuesday. We're Ashley Pickle. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Tuesday on Texas Football Today.